Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We are breaking down everything going on in the world of sports. And the biggest storyline is certainly what happened with LeBron James draining the three late to win the game for the Lakers by three. Big comeback from 15 point down at halftime. Now, to me, when you look at this game uh, with three minutes to go, Steph Curry made a two-point shot. He completely shook, uh, shook Schroeder out of his shoes, ro- drove in, banked in a shot. 98-95, the Warriors are up in that sequence, okay? Then you have a couple of missed shots, including an awful missed Alex Caruso 23-foot three-point jumper off the side of the backboard. For those of you who are watching, That happened with about two and a half minutes to go. Then the Warriors have the ball up three with 2.30 to go. And Steph Curry gets credit to Alex Caruso. He knocks away the ball when Steph Curry is dribbling. And the ball goes off of Curry out of bounds. What happens then? Uh, The Lakers come back down. Anthony Davis is fouled. He makes a uh, he he makes two free throws. Then Steph misses a shot that most of the time I think he would hit, and LeBron James gets absolutely hammered by Draymond Green. Makes one out of the one out of two free throws. Then Draymond gets called for I think probably a borderline offensive foul on setting a screen. 
but you can also understand why Draymond Green's not going to get a uh, not going to get a benefit of the doubt there because you just got the benefit of the doubt on the pretty aggressive foul on LeBron James. Now LeBron always milks that stuff, but in that scenario, I don't even blame LeBron for trying to milk it because if he had gotten the flagrant call there then it would have been such a huge competitive advantage in that exact scenario. Uh, but to me, that was the play. If I, I bet if you could go back to Steph Curry and you could say, well, he wants to make that runner that he missed. But the turnover, the thing that would drive you crazy, and this has always been the case with coaches and everything else, it's one thing if you miss a shot. But to have a turnover and not even get a shot up on the rim, not even give yourself a chance – Credit to the Lakers for finding a way to win. But I think it's the play when they were up three with two and a half minutes to go. They don't run any clock at all. They don't get a good look. They turn the ball over and then it gives the Lakers ultimately an opportunity to come down and make that shot. And uh, the Warriors obviously can't be very happy uh, with uh, that timeout that they had with two seconds left, not getting a shot up. I don't know how you don't get the ball to Steph Curry and at least give him a chance to get the shot up. But big takeaway here to me, and I was talking about this some in the earlier part of of the program, I think the Warriors are going to beat the Grizz. The Grizz beat the Spurs. So the elimination game tonight, which hardly anybody is talking about, uh, by the way, Indiana on the road against the Wizards. The pressure is on now pretty squarely Russell Westbrook not to lose two in a row. Uh, The Warriors uh, are then going to play on Friday against uh, the Grizz. And I feel like of these four teams, nobody really expects that much of the Grizz. If you're a Grizz fan, you'd like for John Moran to get into the official playoffs. You'd like to see how the, the Grizz can do going up against the Utah Jazz. And by the way, I think the Jazz would love to get a matchup against the Grizz instead of the Warriors, given how hot Steph Curry is. But if the Grizz don't win this game against the Warriors, it's really no big deal because uh, they're still playing with house money a little bit, being a young team. If the Warriors lose, the Warriors' chances to compete for a championship or really advance very far in the playoffs, candidly, disappeared when Clay Thompson got injured. I think if you talk to Steve Kerr about this season, he would probably say it was a pretty good success of a season just based on where they started with uh, Clay Thompson being out and how amazing of a season Steph Curry has had and how enjoyable of a player he is. So I don't feel like there's a lot of pressure on either team in the West because I don't think either the Grizz or the Warriors are really going to go anywhere at this point. That's why if the Lakers had lost this game, the pressure on the Lakers would have been immense with the Grizz coming to town because the Lakers would have believed, hey, we can make a run in the postseason, whereas I think the Grizz would have been playing with nothing to lose at all. The stress level for Laker fans and for LeBron James and company would have been massively increased. So that in and of itself... Uh, it doesn't feel like the West has very much pressure in that battle for who's going to end up being the overall number eight seed. In the East, I definitely feel like Russell Westbrook has a little bit of the weight of the world on his shoulders, even though 
the Wizards were great down the stretch. I think finished the season 17-6 and six to even put themselves into this position. Uh, they weren't great or very good at all against the Celtics, but they are a three-and-a-half point favorite over the Pacers. Westbrook without Durant has not had very much success in the postseason at all. So if he were to lose back-to-back, back-to-back games, there would be much discussion surrounding it. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think the Pacers have anything to lose at all here. So I would say the guy with the most pressure on him with these two play-in games remaining for the number eight overall seed is certainly beyond a shadow of a doubt, Russell Westbrook. By the way, a lot of you were asking, uh, I'll give you uh, jump out of the NBA storyline here for a moment. I didn't see any of the Spurs-Grizz game because I was coaching Little League Baseball The team was a little bit better. We gave, I thought, about as good of a speech as you can possibly give. And then, though, we were down pretty substantially early. We never really had a chance to win the game, but we lost 10-4. to A lot of people asking about it. I did not put big dollars on the game uh, or on anybody getting double hits or anything of that nature because I was like, I I don't want to be the guy who's like the rich guy who's trying to buy results. And I understand maybe there are good results and maybe that works with your kids. And I certainly believe in the concept of incentivizing kids. But I was like, "Ah, I don't want to put a lot of dollars out here. We did finally start to hit the baseball a little bit better. Uh, But uh, it uh, it was a mess of a game. It was just a mess of a game in general. So, uh, so the season is over. It's not awful timing. I've got one more Little League game. My six-year-old has a game on Saturday. And then as soon as his game is over, kids get out of school on Friday here, by the way, which is pretty remarkable and pretty crazy. My kids are done. And uh, that today is their last full day of school, public school here in the Nashville area. They've been in person all year. Pretty remarkable achievement. I'm excited uh, to thank all the teachers in person for what they did. Uh, but we're headed straight to the beach as soon as soon uh, as soon as Saturday's Little League game is over. So I'm not really that torn up at all about it. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider. I'm going to get to Shohei Otani in a moment, John, but normalcy appears to be returning in short order in Major League Baseball in terms of having big crowds far sooner than I think it's fair to say either you or I would have anticipated. Now, we knew already that the Rangers and the Braves had basically opened everything up, but it seems like every time I'm checking my email or every time I check uh, social media, another team is coming out and saying, hey, we're going to increase capacity. A lot of teams like the Red Sox by next week are going to 100%. The Houston Astros, I'm sure I'm missing many of them, but it's going to feel really normal by the time we get to summer in most Major League Baseball parks, I think. 
That's correct, Clay. And you've talked a lot about the 4th of July uh, being a real benchmark in America's summer. And I think that that is exactly in line with the way, the way a lot of these reopenings are happening at large scale. Uh, looking at the St. Louis Cardinals, they announced on Wednesday they'll be at 100% capacity by June 14th. I, I think we're probably at a spot, Clay, where uh, perhaps even a majority of stadiums will be at around 100% by the middle of next month. So really a matter yeah. of a few weeks, I think, in advance of the 4th of July. And, and again, I, I think it really is a tribute to the way that the teams have handled things. I mean, there certainly are still some um, distancing and other requirements in place, but I think there's there's a lot of confidence in the science behind how they've been able to welcome fans back in. Certainly it helps that it's outside. That's a, a key dynamic here. But I think overall I've been at a lot of stadiums now. I've I've flown to games in Atlanta and L.A. and, and I've driven to a lot of games in the Midwest. And, and it, does feel, it does feel very normal. And I think it really affirms the way that um, I guess I certainly have, have approached things in the last year, which is that if you take the right precautions, you can do a lot of the things that you love. And that's, that's how I've believed for a long time. And, and I think that's really how things have been uh, been in place now for a while at MLB stadiums, and, and I think really having that All Star game uh, as a as a real key moment on the calendar, of course, in Denver, uh, I think that's going to be a really powerful celebration, Clay. I think in a lot of ways uh, to see uh, hopefully by then that that stadium will be full as well, and we'll really get a chance to celebrate our national pastime together. Uh, to your point earlier, by the way, Washington Nationals also on Wednesday afternoon evening announcing they're going to have 100% capacity. And that's an interesting move because, uh, by the way, by June 10th uh, when they play against the San Francisco Giants in that game, because if I remember correctly, the Nationals were one of the most restrictive in terms of allowing crowds to be present when the season started. And again, you know, different regions of the country are reopening at different times. The nation's capital being 100% by June 10th, that feels like a pretty substantial statement that's being made there as well. I mean, that is a really strong statement. And if you had said, Clay, on New Year's Day that by June it'd be 100% uh, in Washington, D.C., that, that's, that's a pretty huge data point. And, and that's where I think in that situation, certainly that was Washington, D.C.'s protocols that were governing a lot of the different uh, dynamics of, of who could play, what the testing was like, uh, if they would have to move games outside of um, Washington, D.C., even at the start of this season, there were some conversations about that and I think that that's a really it's a really strong statement of, of where hopefully we are and where we're emerging to and and you're right it's been uneven a little bit in terms of um, how individual jurisdictions are handling things but we are seeing I think a very strong collective push um, where and certainly in, in most ballparks the parks that I that I um, walk into there still are mask signs when you're there about what what are appropriate things to do but I think the key thing is the fans are back and they're enjoying the games and and I think Clay for me when I'm when I'm in the stadiums and I'm hearing cheers I'm hearing ovations uh, I, I related to you last week the story about Corbin Burns and the record that he had set in Milwaukee and to hear the crowd respond to him was a goosebump moment for me to be able to, to to hear a stadium cheer their own player in the way that they have for certainly all of our lifetimes with the exception of last year it was a pretty powerful moment pretty emotional for me to be able to be back there and hear that so it's uh, certainly just great to be back at the ballpark and great to see uh, more of our friends and family and, and fans around the country be able to be there as well. No doubt. We're talking to uh, John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider. I was looking at some of the news stories coming down to make sure I'm not missing any others. But that obviously is a big connection in Washington because 
Fauci known for throwing out the first pitch, uh, even though it was not a very good first pitch, but also being a big Washington Nationals fan. I just think that the Nationals opening back up again announced uh, by June 10th is a signature moment for many people out there in the world of Major League Baseball in terms of coming back. All right. Speaking of signature moment, Shohei Otani might be the biggest story in sports right now, and I think it's actually being undercovered. We are talking about this guy leading the uh, major leagues basically in home runs. That one of the greatest pitching stories right now in Major League Baseball as well. This is Babe Ruthian, something that has not really happened in a hundred years, basically in Major League Baseball. I, I find this entire story to be riveting. It is, and uh, Clay, for my commentary, I will begin uh, with the Twitter feed of noted baseball insider J.J. Watt, who said the following, (laughs) quote, It feels like a lot of people are talking about Shohei Otani, but still nowhere near enough people are talking about Shohei Otani. What he's doing in baseball is insane. That's what J.J. Watt said. And the the Angels' Twitter account responded by saying, quote, This is the correct take, uh, was what the Angels said. And, And then actually, after... Otani homered on Tuesday night, J.J. immediately responded by saying, I repeat, and then retweeted himself. So that's, that's great. It's an elaborate social media walkthrough to say that when you've got J.J. Watt tweeting about you twice in the span of 24 hours, you're doing something. And, and Otani, to your point, 14 homers, explosive stuff off the mound. You're right. I mean, there is only one way to describe it, and that it's Ruthian. This is Babe Ruth. Part two. And uh, we have not seen the likes of Ruth in a century, obviously, and, and we're having to now go back into that vocabulary and those, and those historical notes to explain what Otani is doing. And I, I think that it's, it really is interesting. Of course, America uh, now is different than it was when Ruth was playing in terms of the number of different sports we follow and, and our attention spans and everything else. But I, I think if Otani was playing all of his games at 7 o'clock Eastern no doubt. Uh, and, and able to be watched on the East Coast, that maybe it's a little different. I think it's fundamentally different when it's a West Coast team and, and one that's not the Dodgers necessarily. So I think there are some... I think structural difficulties to him to him really capturing the national consciousness the way that he should. But I'll say this, within the game, within baseball, when you talk to baseball people, managers, coaches, players, they're all mar- marveling at this guy. He is a phenomenon of phenomenons. And when you have other pro athletes like J.J. Watt realizing what you're doing, I think it just speaks to how remarkable it is. And to your point, Clay, if anything, we are undercovering just the magic of what Shohei Otani is doing right now. I think, did you predict that he might be MVP on this show before the season started? I did. Now, we'll have to roll that audio back, Clay, because I I am almost never correct with any of my picks. So if that that actually comes to pass, that may have to become my new in-bump (laughs) walk-up music on this show uh, going forward. Uh, I mean, that, that's a great one, uh, and I give credit to, to Dub for recalling that as we were about to bring you on. Uh, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure Shohei Otani. Did you bet it, Dub? That's the other question. I'm kicking myself not to because I think it was like 85 to 1 or something in that range, so that wow. would have been a, a pretty nice uh, stance to be on right now. Yeah, there's no doubt. So here's the question, obviously. 
Is he able to sustain it? I mean, we're 25% of the year through the year, roughly, right? Uh, So there's still 75% of the season remaining. And you hear a lot of times as the heat gets worked up and everything else, um, you know, for instance, catchers don't perform as well, right? Because the toll of of the season starts to add up on them. A pitcher we've never seen like this before can he maintain the same level of performance with the stress of being a starting pitcher and also with, obviously, the day-to-day responsibilities of being a player, too? Is there any precedent other than Babe Ruth to even be able to analyze this? Well, there, there isn't really much precedent, although I suppose it's himself from what he was doing when he was pitching in Japan. And, right. you know, there it's different. And I suppose it's – but this is where there is a common thread. In Japan, typically, starters pitch once a week. There is a day off every week. So you pitch every sixth day, usually, as opposed to every fifth day. So that, that additional time off is a huge deal. And and it helps, I think, players withstand they the, the workload of Pitches there, right? Because right. they they, they're yeah. more uh, they're, they're more workload when they do pitch, but they pitch less frequently. Exactly right. Exactly right. So I, I think the, the thing about Otani that we have to remember here is that he enters um, Wednesday's start with with basically twenty five innings pitched for the full season, give or take, and and the, the Angels have already played more than forty games. So at that rate, you're probably still talking that he ends up the year if you prorate that over one sixty two. And I certainly don't think that he's going to pick up the pace in any way. I think they're still going to have to be very careful in titrating his innings, he's probably going to pitch somewhere in the neighborhood of 110, 120 innings. That seems to be about the, the limit for him, just when you consider the overall workload. And so he's probably not going to have enough innings to be in the Cy Young conversation, certainly, but he's obviously an all-star in each discipline when you consider just how dominant he has been. And I think that when you look at the, the Angels overall, they're a team that I'm looking at their their pitching stats. They've got three starters who have already thrown more innings than Otani. So just based on workload, he, he's basically their third or fourth starter based on workload alone. Now performance wise, he's been their best, but they're not going to be able to put him out there and really ride him from an inning standpoint because in between starts he has this other job that no other pitcher does. And so I think that's that's probably in modern times when you consider the velocity and the demands on his arm. You know, we didn't have a radar gun on Babe Ruth in 1929 but or back in the teens when he was pitching for the Red Sox, but I would say with a pretty good degree of certainty he was not throwing as hard as Otani throws now because training methods are different, velocity is different, everything's different. And so I think that as a consequence, the Angels have to be more careful with Otani than the Red Sox ever were with Ruth before he was traded. It's just amazing we have to think about, well, Where's the president? Well, it was back when they were when they were handling Babe Ruth. I mean, it's it sounds so absurd, Clay, to say this on the air, but that's where we're at. We have no other analog to compare them to. We're talking to John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider. All right, positive Shohei Otani. Negative, and obviously also a negative would be that Mike Trout's injury. But uh, I, I think you know we'll talk about that with Doctor Chow at some point soon. It seems like he's going to be out six to eight weeks. Uh, but Tony Larusa. It seems like the White Sox uh, locker room is a bit of a mess. 3-0 pitch, guy hits a home run, and LaRusso, old school manager that he is, this is where we circle back around. We've talked about it with you for a while. The unwritten rules of baseball, Tony LaRusso wasn't happy 
What's the fallout here? How is it resolved? Well, it was an important question, Clay, because the, the, the White Sox right now, it's important to say, they still have the best record in the American League. So I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, my gosh, this is their downfall, and, and, and they're going to sink in the standings, and it's the end of their season, because it's not. But I, I do think that baseball has a, a really powerful and tangible way, in my experience covering the game, of, of rewarding teams that have great chemistry and cohesion. And I think unlike basketball, Basketball, where there are legendary stories about, uh, and certainly in baseball, we saw it years ago with the, with the Yankees. But where, where there's maybe a disconnect between the coach and the players, but the team still wins anyway. It's really hard to do that over 162 games and then a month of playoffs. You just don't see it very often. And I think Clay, where I'm concerned in the long term, to your point, is whether or not Tony thought this was the wise time to teach a young player a quote-unquote lesson about the unwritten rules. It just it plants a, a real seed of doubt in the back of the minds of of his players it just it's it's not a good look it's not a good look and uh, if tony wanted to to share what he believes his knowledge of of the code is that's something that's best done behind closed doors. There was a way for him to answer that question without causing a greater rift. He could have pulled him aside afterwards and said, listen, I know you're 28, you've had a long journey to the major leagues, you're excited, you're a rookie, but in the, in the future, let's not swing 3-0 and in that situation. Done and over with. If he does it in a, in a quiet way. But he clearly, Tony has a habit of wanting to be the story, or at least acting in a way that he's happy in the spotlight. And I just think that right now, Clay, it's not, that's not the right tactic to take. The game has changed in the last 10 years. The game belongs to the players. And if, and if you wanted to come out of retirement and manage this team to a championship, fine. But do it in a way that, that acknowledges that you understand the game has changed in a pretty meaningful way. We're talking to John Morosi. Uh, you are going to be, I believe, at the Giants-Reds game uh, later tonight. What is your expectation of both of those teams and of that uh, experience covering the game? Yeah, Clay, it's going to be interesting. It will be a Great American Ballpark, our uh, our MLB Game of the Week on YouTube. So I, I love that it's live and available to everybody uh, during the course of the day on, on YouTube, uh, produced through MLB Network. But it, it's an interesting matchup because the Giants have very surprisingly become the first-place team in the NL West. And no one thought this was going to happen. Really, if there was an alternate pick to the Dodgers in the NL West, it was the Padres. That was where people were gravitating towards, and almost no one that I ever heard from thought the Giants are ready to win. But you've got to credit their GM, or the president of baseball operations, Farhan Zaidi, for the moves that he made. Really smart, low-cost, short-term, one-year deals for pitchers. Kevin Gossman, Anthony DeSclefani, and Alex Wood, all for under a total of $30 million on a one-year situation. A lot of flexibility and a lot of productivity for that group. And I love that in our matchup here today, Johnny Cueto pitching for the Giants back in his original hometown there, the Cincinnati Reds' first team. A really fun story there. So for the Reds, Tyler Malley has been very, very good for them. Uh, Nicholas Castellanos uh, for the Reds has been, I think, a very dependable hitter uh, this the course of this season. So they've had some good stories. They hope to get Nick Senzel back. And the Reds are a team that, as the Cardinals, I still see Clay as the class of the NL Central. But I think that the Reds, if they put together a better second half of pitching with Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray, I look at the Reds as still being a sneaky possible playoff pick here going going forward. Uh, okay, let's go into a couple of other storylines here. Um, as uh, we come down the stretch run 
of the first quarter, right? I say the stretch run. Right. We're coming. We're halfway to the halfway point, right? Exactly. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. For the uh, for the All Star game, the Braves have been a mess. You know this. We watch uh, in my house. I watch the Braves games every night because my ten year old is obsessed. So I mean, it literally is the soundtrack of our house. Uh, once baseball season starts, you walk from one room to another. The Braves are probably going to be on multiple televisions. They've been tough to watch. They have an injury uh, now from a uh, you know uh, over punching the uh, punching the uh, in inside the, the the dugout over being a, right. upset. He's out for a couple of months potentially now. I, they're super talented, but they can't seem to put the offense together. Uh, and and I'm not sure exactly what the issue is. Certainly, the pitching staff hasn't been healthy. Should they still be a legit contender contender in your mind in the NL East? What's going on? Yeah, well, I mean, Clay, to me, that's a great question because they were a team that I liked a lot in spring training. I, I had them winning the National League, and, and they've disappointed me. They really have. I, I'm sure they've, they've disappointed your son many nights. But He's not really, happy. <laughs> He's not happy, I'm going to be honest. Yes. Let, let, let him know I'm sympathizing with him here because I, I looked at their their roster. I, I, I love the Charlie Morton signing. Now his ERA is above five. Max Fried, I thought he was going to build on last year. His ERA is above five. Uh, you're right. Oscar Enoa was someone that they really were coming to rely on as ERA was was around three, and and then just in a moment of frustration, uh, breaks his hand in the dugout during a start, and and it's just that's just so devastating because they have not been able to get Mike Soroka healthy. Enoa is becoming so important to them, and at some point when we mentioned now four starters who are either not performing up to cap- up to their capabilities and expectations or are injured, and and that's just too much. It's it's too much to overcome that. The Mets are playing better. The the Phillies are even playing. better better and and this was a very competitive division clay where i think eventually if if you really with a lot of self-inflicted damage which is what the braves have right now if you keep having these issues and the injuries and, and darno has been hurt and acuna even has had some injuries shorter term during the course of the year it's just to me too much it's too much for them to overcome in a very competitive division so at this point i, I would say the braves chances of winning the division i'm not sure what it is on, on the different statistical sites but as, as i see it it's probably no better than 20% right, right now. There's just there's too much other talent in the division, and the Braves now have gone a quarter of the year putting themselves really in a difficult spot, and I'm, I'm more worried now about the Braves than I have been at any other point in the course of the season. Last question. You also are a hockey expert. Um, we don't have a ton of hockey talk on this show, although Eddie Garcia is our resident hockey expert. Right. Uh, what? How are you seeing the NHL playoffs go so far, and who would you pick as we are sitting now as the team or teams that you think are the most likely to win the Stanley Cup? Well, really competitive game so far. Some great overtime games already. The Tampa Bay Lightning looks really good, of course. They uh, they won the Cup last year, and I think they've really summoned a lot of that experience. That's special, uh, what they've done so far. I think as well, the, the way that the Avalanche have played, I know goaltending has been a question for them in the past, but they have so much speed and skill. Kale McCarr is a Norris Trophy candidate, great defenseman. And then up front, they've got Rantanen and McKinnon, Landis Gog. They have a lot of really good depth there. I think Colorado, to me, of, of all the teams in the maybe even of all the teams in the U.S., uh, of course, because the the unique divisional structure this year, I think they might be the best of the group. I, I really believe that. And, and then to me, Clay, as someone who loves the history of the game and the original six growing up in Michigan, to have a Leafs and Canadians playoff series, it, it's hard for me to describe 
to uh, to if, if you're if you're not a, a like a long-standing fan of the sport. I mean, it's it's kind of like a Celtics Lakers series, but imagine if they hadn't played in 30 years, and and that's what this is. And and it's and it's two cities and two markets and two fan bases that that had this mutual respect but dislike for each other uh, that, that is really deep and and, and just the, the the different cultural notes and the linguistic notes of Canada and Canadian hockey. It, it, Clay, to me, I, if you want to put together a sizzle reel of why hockey is special, watch watch this series. Watch the Canadians and the Leafs. Watch the competitiveness. Uh, it's just so cool. And they're, they're even going to have fans back at the Bell Center in Montreal, which is a big deal in Canada right now, uh, coming up this weekend. And certainly for me, seeing games at the Bell Center, I would say this, Clay, on any sports fan's bucket list is a Canadians game at the Bell Center. Just the intensity, the fans, everything about the culture, the anthem there, it's just it's so cool. So I would just say watch watch those Canadians and Leafs games. It's a cultural experience. It's going to be great hockey as well. Do you agree, Eddie Garcia? Give us your update, and you can analyze John Morosi's breakdown there. What you got for me? I do agree. I told you uh, yesterday I thought Tampa Bay uh, was going to be the team to beat, and I'm glad that John agrees with me. Lots to get to, including some breaking news from the NFL, where it is now official. Tim Tebow has signed a one-year contract with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He will compete for a roster spot at tight end. Meanwhile, we've got the second major of the year going on in golf, the PGA Championship at Kiwa Island, South Carolina. Uh, Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas, two of the favorites, will be teeing off in just moments right now, uh, checking the leaderboard, and it's still very early on. Cameron Tingle and Zach Johnson are tied for the lead at two under. They've got a lead of one stroke over four other players that include Ricky Fowler and Jim. Jimmy Walker. NBA postseason continuing with a pair of play-in games out of the Western Conference. Lakers were taking on the Warriors. It brings us to our Discover card, play of the night. James, two defenders on him to Caldwell Pope inside. He's tied up by Green. Throws it back up top. James puts up the three. Oh, it's gone! LeBron James from downtown as the shot clock expires. ESPN on the call as LeBron James hit the game-winning shot with 58.2 seconds to play, part of a triple-double for him, and the Lakers beat the Warriors 103-100. to So with that win for the Lakers, they capture the seventh seed in the West. They'll take on the two-seed Phoenix in a playoff series that will start on Sunday. For the Warriors, they still have another game left, at least, at least one other game. They'll face Memphis in a winner-take-all matchup on Friday. The winner of that game gets the eighth seed in the West. Grizzlies stayed alive with a 198 win over the Spurs, ending San Antonio's season. NHL playoffs. Bruins beat the Capitals 3-2 in double overtime. Boston with a 2-1 series lead. Avalanche over the Blues 6-3. Colorado leads that series two games to nothing. Hurricane shut out the Predators 3-0. Carolina with a 2-0 series advantage. And the Jets beat the Oilers 4-1. Winnipeg leads that series one game to nothing. And if that wasn't enough in baseball, we had our Sega straight night with a no-hitter. Corey Kluber of the Yankees throwing the sixth no-hitter this season in the Yankees 2-0 win over the Rangers. It's the 12th no-hitter in Yankees history. Now back to Clay Travis, who I'm sure is excited about the Tim Tebow news. Tim Tebow will be on that sideline with Urban Meyer. Uh, This is going to be a fun story to follow. We will close it out talking Warriors and Lakers. For those of you waking up on the West Coast, this is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be a lot of bleary eyes, I would bet, out there in the OutKick universe, uh, wherever you may be listening around the world. Uh, Dub, how many people do you think stayed up for that entire game, the Warriors uh, going up against, uh, obviously, the Lakers? And how many people do you think would have stayed up if it hadn't ended uh, around 1230 or 1235 Eastern on the East Coast? I think a lot of people probably stayed up. because you think so? Yeah. I mean, this was a marquee matchup. I definitely stayed up, and I'm definitely feeling it this morning a little bit. But I, I mean, if this, I don't understand why they make these games so late. I mean, I, I don't get either. it. It's a West Coast game, but I mean, Sunday night football and Monday night football aren't kicking off at nine o'clock. So, I, 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 mean, agree I just with you. don't understand. I agree with you. I mean, and I thought they had started to make better moves because. The West Coast uh, over the past several years has had the best basketball by far. And for me, as a guy who sits around and watches a lot, right, a lot of sports. But, you know, I've been doing this show for parts of six years now. So we started doing this show uh, in 2016, 17, 18, 19, 20, and now we're into 21. And, I mean, it's so hard when it gets to NBA playoff season particularly for the West Coast games. And I just wonder how much they lose an audience. I really do uh, over situations like these because, you know, maybe kids are doing remote school now and maybe they don't have to be uh, in in class as much. But my, uh, my 10-year-old, who we had the Little League games going on and stuff, we got home and he is a huge Steph Curry fan. I mean, just watches all his YouTube videos, absolutely loves it. Uh, Had to go to bed at halftime. And that was late. That was like 10.30, super late for him because we had a late baseball game. We got back home. And, you know, he's going to wake up and go watch the highlights to see how the game ended. And he's going to be disappointed because he's a Steph Curry fan. By the way, Ronald Acuna Jr. walk off against the Mets. That was pretty enjoyable. So uh, that was a fun one to watch. But... I wonder how much of the next generation you lose when you have a game like this, which I think the vast majority of kids on the East Coast aren't able to see. Because if you're an adult, you could at least uh, make the decision, you know, I'll I'll give up sleep uh, for a night or I'll have a rough day at work, I'll drink more coffee. Kids don't get to make the choices like those about their schedule. And if you're in the middle of the summer, that might help. And I know we're still in this weird space where lots of kids aren't in school. Uh, but my kids get finished with school on today is their last full day of the year. And I know some of you are out there like, that's crazy. 
uh, public schools where we live were open since August, zero issues. There's almost no COVID infections anywhere in the entire county where I live now. And they filled, finished the entire school year. But the kids are going to be up early to go to school. And so as a result, there's, uh, there's not the ability to stay up for them like there ordinarily would be. Uh, and so I'm curious to see how many people end up watching. My bet would be this is probably going to be the most watched game of the year so far in the NBA, uh, right up there with the Christmas Day kind of uh, celebration when typically the NBA games do pretty well. And uh, I would suspect that tonight's game between the Pacers and the Wizards won't really move much of the needle. And then maybe on Friday night, because Steph Curry is such a draw, there may be a lot of people who will kick their feet up and watch Steph play uh, on Friday night as well. I'm genuinely curious to see exactly how that goes. But the Lakers avoid disaster. LeBron drains a big three. They get to kick their feet up now themselves and wait and rest. If you're a Phoenix Suns fan, you finally think, hey, we uh, had a really good year. You're the two seed, and now you're favored to probably lose that series in about six games. We'll see whether the Lakers can truly just turn it on and start to really roll now, or if they're going to continue to struggle as they did uh, for much of the second half of the season. A lot of it, I think, will come down to how healthy LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to end up being. I appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. We'll be back tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. Roll you into the weekend with the Friday edition of the program. Uh, We'll see what happens tonight in the Eastern Conference version of Indiana. Uh, and the uh, and the Wizards going up for the eight seed, and we'll get you ready tomorrow for the Warrior game against the Grizz, as well as keep you updated on the PGA Championship, which is underway. I hope you got your bets in. I am Clay Travis. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 